Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia, this is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here today with Shauna Theriot and Jarrett McKenzie. And uh, guys, we do have a little bit of something to talk about. Uh, Financial planning situation, but uh, before we do that, let's throw out a way that uh, our listeners can contact us. If you have a question, you can call us at 770-429-9166 and talk to a real person there. Or if you'd just like to leave a message and uh, we will play it back on the air and answer your question, uh, you can call 1-855-429-9166 or you can email us at drgene at hensler.com. That's spelled D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Uh, you can also go to our website and answer some of your questions on your own. We've got uh, answers to some generic financial planning and investing questions at our website at Hensler.com. So, uh, guys, protecting your financial plan with life insurance, that's a, that's a pretty common theme, right? Probably oh, yeah. one of the first Question things you guys... we get all the time. How much should I have? Yeah, so uh, isn't this more or less the way you lead in? If you if you had a client that walks in the door and says, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about starting investing and I have a little bit of excess cash that I'm making nowadays, isn't one of the first questions, you know, how's your insurance situation looking before you go dumping money into the stock market usually? Oh, yeah. I mean, emergency reserve insurance, you look at all of the, you know, liabilities there, the things that could come up. Sure. But that's a question we get all the time. Jared Mm -hmm. and I get in the planning department, how much life insurance do we need? Um, You know, a lot of agents or brokers will say, well, five to 10 times your income, but that depends. Yeah. It mean, greatly I, depends. I usually like to ask them, what are you trying to protect? I mean, because that's what it comes down to, right? I mean, I find right. a lot of people carry more insurance than they need, and this was something They're worth more dead than alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sleep with one eye open. And that's fine. I mean, look, to some extent, if it helps you sleep better at night, then then great. You know, carry more than, than what you think you might need. But at some point, early on in that process, you need to understand w- what it is that you're trying to insure against. Because presumably, at some point, if you've planned properly, you won't have a need for life insurance because hopefully your asset base will uh, be substantial enough that if you were to pass, there's enough there to provide for the family to pay the mortgage off or whatever it is that that you're trying to protect against. And so that's that's a place where I like to start. In addition to you know kind of some of these these fact finding questions that would be more general, but um, you know it, it is important to figure that out because some people. They're just looking to have life insurance so there's a payout to their beneficiaries when they pass away, and that's not necessarily the approach I would take. I mean, it, typically, and we've got a couple of these going on right now, you and I, I know with, with one in particular, that you know we're, we're trying to determine whether or not life insurance is actually uh, a necessity for this person. Um, and the way we do that is with the financial plan that we run, and so we can actually look at a specific case where, you know, if, if the person were to pass away, the effects that that would have, how does that impact the longevity of, of their assets and, and also the family members that rely on their income and, you know, the, how much of a mortgage is there and is there other things that need to be protected against. And so there's a lot that goes into it, and, and for us, I think it's a question, you know, when, when it comes to that amount, like you're saying, Sean, sure. 
it's hard to say without actually kind of doing that deep dive. It depends. It depends what you spend. Like you said, it depends what you're trying to solve for. Are you just trying to get the kids through college and the mortgage paid off? Or are you trying to make sure that your spouse who's remaining, if you have a spouse, doesn't have a life change, Mm -hmm. a lifestyle change. So, you know, if you're currently spending $150,000 a year and you want to make sure that that spouse can continue doing that, you know, you have to take that into consideration. So there's all those things. What is your end game? Um, and, and some may not know, especially, you know, younger individuals just starting out and starting a family, um, you know, how much do I need? And so to your point, you know, running a full plan and saying, okay, well, what happens if you pass away today? How much money would you need to drop in there to cover so that you don't, Exactly. Your plan doesn't explode. Yeah, because that's that's essentially what can happen as far as retirement goes. I mean, just for instance, if you've got two million dollars and and you pass away today, if you're still working, then then maybe your spouse or your family loses income, right? But with two million dollars, maybe that's not a big deal because for most people, if one of the spouses is gone, they're not going to spend as much. So maybe two million dollars would be sufficient. But if you've only got say two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars and you're going to work for another ten years mm-hmm. and your family's relying on that, well then I would probably say without a doubt you're going to need some exactly. And so there, there's a lot of different instances of why you might you might want to uh, have life insurance as far from a planning standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know whether it be protecting against the mortgage on that home, your business, caring for your aging parents. Uh, your health changing, leaving a legacy of some kind, even charitable giving, you know, uh, uh, donating a life insurance policy to charity uh, is quite common, actually, and, and may enable you to make a larger gift than what you could otherwise afford. So there's a lot of uses for it. But again, at the beginning of the process in determining what's appropriate, I think it's, it's very important to understand, am I insuring against something? Or like I said a minute ago, is this for purposes of leaving a legacy or right. making a charitable gift? Things like that. We generally don't consider life insurance as a financial plan. Right. Just as exactly. a, it's a piece a of the pe- puzzle. Right. Yeah. yeah. So generally speaking, if you know the more the more you have saved in assets, probably the less likely we are to advise you to have some big portion of your plan covered with life insurance, right? Yeah, exactly. Because as you might imagine, as you grow older, the premiums are only going to increase and become more expensive, right? So if you don't really need it, if your family would be well provided for in the event of your death because of your asset base, then why not save and invest that money while you can instead of paying it into premiums that are going to give uh, a death benefit? Now, I will say lately, and I'd say maybe in the past 10 to 15 years, these carriers have gotten smarter and have come out with these hybrid policies that will help you protect against life and long-term care. And that really kind of changes that discussion a little bit because long-term care is so expensive and you may never use it, but you could buy a hybrid policy potentially Mm -hmm. and draw on that if you have a long-term care need. And if you don't use it, guess what? You have life insurance. That's exactly right. There's a benefit. Whereas used to with traditional long-term care, you didn't have that, right? It's kind of like Mm -hmm. auto insurance where if you, if you didn't, use it then Hopefully, you lost it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you pay in so much that right so you can see it's a pretty dynamic topic i mean it's not something that is easily answered at, at you know just a at the table over coffee i think it, it certainly warrants an in-depth look with the financial plan uh, and can help protect that financial plan i would say if you have completed a financial plan and, and have not taken a serious look at where there might be gaps in your insurance policies and things like that it's definitely worth a look because it's not quite as simple as I'm going to work for 10 more years. I make 100,000 a year, so I need a million dollars of coverage. I mean, that 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 might be a a roundabout way to going about it, but it's certainly not, I would say, the most appropriate way to do it, and that's how I find some people choose to do that. Right, and quite often if you if you have saved quite a bit, you don't need as much 
as yep. a as a replacement for that income. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. But there's also ways, you know, I, I've used it before. I know the firms use it before. You know, we generally recommend term. But depending on, you know, you may look at a situation where you have a pension. So instead of taking, you know, maybe you take the um, life pension, life expectancy individual, single life instead of joint survivors and try to maximize that if you're both healthy, mm-hmm. but maybe you, you know, something happens to the other person, um, and that goes away, you can solve for that with life insurance too. Yeah. So there's other ways where you could buy some sort of a longer term policy, not, not less, not a term policy, excuse mm-hmm. me, a whole life policy where it solves for a loss of income in the future, such as a pension or something like yeah, that. Absolutely. So, and you're kind of still betting there, but there's still something in place mm-hmm. if something were to happen to that income, yeah, especially again, the way pensions are today. They could, right. you know, they could go away and they can't pay and become insolvent. So mm-hmm. there's other factors in replacing income, even in retirement. Well, to Troy's point and, and kind of to your story, I, I think that that's really what it's about. Like you said, it shouldn't be the plan, but there sure. are going to be instances like what Sean is saying where we need a policy of some mm-hmm. sort to help mm-hmm. us solve for what that gap or that missing piece is to to ensure that the client is uh, going to be well taken care of and has their, their objectives solved. So yep. uh, very dynamic topic. Sure. And uh, one of the things that you can always say is, Every single person's situation is not the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't use those rules of thumb that some in certain industries might try to give you as to, you know, this is how you solve for this particular problem. You're really best to sit down with a financial planner, uh, somebody that does this every day, all day long, uh, who can apply your particular situation and the tools that are known uh, to that particular situation. So, uh, you know, instead of trying to to uh, answer those questions yourself, you're always best to talk to a professional, and that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Once again, 770-429-9166. We can answer those questions if you called and talked to Shauna or Jarrett. That's right. We're here. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with some answers to your financial questions. You're listening to Money Talk. Stick around. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.